In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, how are you today? Welcome to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a podcast about redemption from our sinful failings through Jesus Christ our Lord and about the glory of the one true God now and forever. I want to thank you for joining us today. This podcast is nothing without its supporters, just like you. You support us through your listening and sharing it with others. Without you, it's just ones and zeros sitting on a storage medium somewhere on the internet. Roast pastor is among the favorite dishes of the modern Christian. For the son of a pastor like myself, being present at such a metaphorical feast can be rather awkward. Because I see the man, the father, not just a talking head atop a robe in the front of a church sanctuary. Is it wrong to be critical of your pastor? Or should you be looking over your shoulder for that fire from heaven that consumed the prophets of Baal during Elijah's time? Well, really the answer is like so many other things today. It depends. But unlike most modern topics, there is a distinct measuring standard to be used here. This is the topic of today's meditation. And while I'd love to spill the beans here, I'll leave it to Pastor Kirk, who has said it better than me for decades longer than I've been around. Before we get to today's sermon, I just want to take this one last opportunity to make sure that you know that you are not just welcome, but invited to join us at church Christmas Eve and day for divine services. Our children will have their special Christmas presentation at 9 a.m. on the 24th, and later that evening at 6.30 p.m., we will have a traditional candlelight service. On Christmas Day, we will have one service at 9 a.m. with special music. I hope that you are able to come to one or all of these wonderful festival services. And now, without further delay, today's meditation. It is the Advent season in the church. It is the time of the church year calendar when God's people celebrate the incarnation and birth of the Son of God, Jesus, who was born to save people from their sins, while the church at the same time looks forward to that period when Jesus will come again on the last day to receive his people, believers in him, to be with him in God's eternal kingdom. In the time in between, from now until then, Christ Jesus has not left his church to fend for itself. Jesus has provided pastors and teachers to proclaim the word of God to people everywhere, uh, the word that announces to the world the forgiveness of sins and the pardon from God Jesus earned for you at the cross, for you, for me, for the whole world, by the shedding of his blood into death on that cross, thereby reconciling us to God and promising eternal life to all who believe this word and promise of God. Now this is how one should regard us, says St. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, my text. He should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, St. Paul continues, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. But, St. Paul says with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. For I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. 
What is St. Paul, the faithful steward of the mysteries of God, inspired by God's Holy Spirit, telling us here when he writes these words? What does he mean when he says, With me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. I'm not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. What does he mean here? In the name of Jesus, amen. How are servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God, pastors, judged? Well, clearly, by what can be seen of them and assessed by others of them, it, it is clearly that that is in what is visible to the eye and hearable in the ear. How does their life measure up? Are they filled with love and good works, according to people? Do they relate equally well with people from ages 2 to 92, as far as people are concerned? Are they available and Johnny on the spot when they're needed, as far as people are concerned? What kind of preacher are they? What do people say about them? Can they hold the hearer's attention in their preaching? Do people say that they tell good stories? Do people say that they preach entertaining sermons that leave them feeling good? Hey, are they up on current events? What about pastors as teachers? Do, do people insist that they take classes on the latest methods of teaching? Uh, are they going to training on improving their presentation techniques? Do they use visuals appropriately? And what do people say about them personally? Do they like everybody? Does everybody like them? Do they listen and correct those things about themselves that irritate their people, and do they correct them quickly? I mean, especially at Christmas, we don't want to go to church and hear a message that is uninteresting, not entertaining enough, that doesn't speak to people's needs, and to hear that from a preacher that we don't particularly like. But are these not human judgings of another human being? Where in the Word of God have these or anything like them been given by God as criteria for judging any pastor? You know, what you find, what God says you'll find in these servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God that he sends to you? You're going to find a sinner, a sinner with all the characteristics and failings of any other sinner. Sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, said St. Paul. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. And that is evident in that all men will die. That is the greatest indicator of sin that there is, and it cannot be denied or explained away. St. Paul will then continue when he says, In our weakness, and deadness of sin, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, for you and for me. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, Paul says, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, 
Now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And how is this reconciliation received? How is anyone justified by God's grace? Through faith in Christ Jesus, of course. And how is such faith to be received? Faith comes by listening to, paying attention to the Word of God. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how then, St. Paul asks, will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Who preaches the good news of the gospel of Christ Jesus our Lord? The men Jesus sent. Jesus said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Who are these? They are Christian believers anywhere and everywhere. But specifically, who are these preachers? The apostles and their successors, these faithful servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. They are where the gospel is preached and taught and the sacraments Christ instituted are rightly administered according to the word of Christ. There you will find these faithful stewards of the mysteries of God. In other words, you will find them in the church. For the church consists of both pastors and people alike, both preachers and hearers, who alike need to hear the word of God and keep it. And what kind of people are in the church? Sinners. Sinners who recognize that they are sinful and unclean and under the wrath of God and would be lost forever unless Christmas. Unless Christ the Savior was born for them and for the world to suffer and bleed and die on the cross for the redemption of, of all people from sin, death, and hell and to rise for them on the third day as your assurance and the world's assurance that God has put away all your sins for Jesus' sake. And peace with God is yours through faith in his word, which declares this for you. It's the amazing thing, absolutely amazing. God comes for you in the likeness of human flesh. He becomes man for you, takes on human flesh and blood like yours, for you, but without sin, so that his blood, his life, might be the atoning sacrifice for all your sins. He dies your death for you and promises you victory over death and the grave. He promises it to you in his resurrection by his word. And marvel of marvels, this message comes preached to you in the mouth of another sinner like you, one whom Jesus has called, ordained, and sent to bring you that very message. It is by that word of God that he Advent comes to you Sunday after Sunday until he comes again. He comes to you 
in the simple means of common water together with his word and baptism. He comes to you as he feeds you and satisfies you in the strengthening of your faith and fervent love for your neighbor with his own body and blood, as his word says and gives to you in the simple elements of the bread and wine and the Lord's Supper. And he comes to you in the person of a human being like yourself in the preaching of his word. He calls these men and ordains them and sends them out for you that you might receive through the preaching of the word of God and in the holy absolution, Jesus, and the forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Together with the sinner Isaiah the prophet, the faithful servant of Christ and steward of the mysteries of God would also confess, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. But one who also believes the word of God, that declares, Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. With Peter on the boat at the stilling of the storm, a faithful servant of Christ and steward of the mysteries of God would confess, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. But who also believes Jesus' word when he says, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The faithful servant of Christ and steward of the mysteries of God believes God when, as he once told the prophet Jeremiah, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth, so also the faithful servant believes that God has put his word in his mouth. So how ought a pastor be judged? By human criteria or by the word of God? God says judge the faithful servant of Christ and steward of the mysteries of God for Advent, Christmas, and always by the message that God has given him to deliver correctly and purely. The question is, does he preach the gospel purely, administer the sacraments rightly, and preach and teach Christ and him crucified for you in message and absolution? Accept nothing less, dear listeners. In the name of Jesus, amen. I sincerely pray that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Didn't get enough of God's Word? Are you missing out on that in-person fellowship? We hold divine services right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. We also live stream our Sunday divine service at 8 a.m. You can ensure that you are notified when a stream is live or a new podcast is available by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's easy to find by typing in St. Mark Bemidji in the search bar and clicking on the subscribe button. Want to listen to meditations the way I do every day? Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Go to podcastindex.org and search for St. Mark Bemidji to find us. This is our fifth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarksbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. 
If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarksbemidji.org. May God bless the rest of your day.